Get ready to be inspired by the great things happening in rural education. The Rural Scoop will bring you new ideas and innovative solutions, will dive into education issues, and will highlight what's working in your rural communities. You will hear from a variety of educators, administrators, professionals, and others who will provide relevant and engaging content in each episode. And now, serving up the scoop, here's your host, Dr. Melissa Sadorf. Thank you, Rural Scoop listeners, for tuning in for a chance to get to know Danny Howe, the superintendent of the Camp Verde School District here in Arizona, and Chris Layton, a leadership solutions advisor with the Flippin Group. They'll be walking us through the process of building relationships and creating a positive culture at a school, something we know is key to a healthy school system. Guys, are you ready to give us the scoop? Yeah! You bet! <laughs> Great! <laughs> well, before we get started, can you each give our listeners a bit of background information about you and where you're coming from? Sure, Melissa. Uh, my name is Danny Howe, and I have been here at the Camp Verde Unified School District since 1991. I graduated from NAU and got hired on in 1991 to teach seventh grade math and science. Did that for 19 years, and in 2010, uh, January of 2010, became the middle school principal and have been the principal of the middle school ever since. And last, a, a year ago, February, given the circumstances that were taking place in our district, I stepped up and asked our school board if I could run the district. I just love the district so much and, and made the offer to them and they said, go for it, take the reins. So currently I am the uh, superintendent of the district as well as I'm still the middle school principal. Chris, introduce us to you. And hey, Melissa, just thank you so much for the opportunity to, uh, to do this. This is fun. Uh, so I have had the pleasure of being in education for over 10 years and supporting and helping districts and schools with their leadership as well as their culture and just helping them be more intentional and purposeful about building relationships with their uh, kids and, staff, and uh, administrators with their staff. So this is definitely a get to and uh, look forward to the visit today. Well, we're excited to have you on, and thank you so much for taking the time. Um, before we get into the nitty-gritty, um, Danny, we've heard about you. Can you give us a little bit of information about your district and your schools? Sure, Melissa. Uh, Camberley Unified School District is a K-12 district. We have five schools uh, with a total of enrollment of 1,650 students. We have a K-5 through elementary a six through eight middle school, and a nine through 12 traditional high school, and then a nine through 12 alternative high school. And then we have another alternative school called our accommodation school that is six through 12 for students who have made some poor decisions. And Danny, this question is for you also. What has your focus been as a leader and where are you finding success? The, where I have, uh, really focused on and have been finding success is in building relational capacity. When I took over as the middle school principal in 2010, I knew that my success in the classroom had been the relationships that I'd built with my students. I mean, it was, I had proven success, proven track record, 19 years teaching seventh grade math. I had some of the best scores in the district. So when I took over as the middle school principal, I, I was searching for that engine that would bring everybody together 
And I, I mean, I knew what I wanted the classrooms to look like. And it was just what I was trying to find was that uh, one piece that would bring everybody together and join the campus. So that's, you know, that's kind of what led me to um, several years after I took over to seek out the flipping group. Danny, you mentioned a phrase that I'd like you to dive into a little bit more if you could. Relational capacity. What does that mean? If you get along, they'll go along. As you work with others, you recognize that all people, whether leaders or followers, have some things in common. Humans, they like to feel special, so you want to compliment them. Uh, They desire direction, so navigate for them. They want success, so help them win. Theodore Roosevelt once said the most important single ingredient in the formula of success is knowing how to get along with people. And I've really found this to be true. I found it to be true in the classroom as I started out as a young teacher. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes, absolutely. What was happening in your district that made you want to focus on that relationship building piece and and strive to strengthen that school culture? Well, there were some things that I saw as a teacher. You know, I knew how my classroom operated. And when I became the principal as being the leader, now there's things that I saw that I didn't agree with. That was what caused me to want to find a way to bring everybody together so that because I knew the things that I had done were good for kids. Now that I'm in charge, here's some of the things that we've got to work on. Um, Melissa, just real fast. This is Chris. So uh, you you asked about relational capacity. This is like one of my favorite things. So I'd love to just give just a quick analogy that will hopefully help your listeners when we talk about relational capacity. Uh, So I've got three kids of my own and kind of on the younger side. And when I'm going down in the grocery store and they're kind of being a little rowdy and pulling things off the shelves and putting it in the car and all that kind of madness, if some guy comes around the corner and says, hey, get your kids under control, I'm going to be like, what? Like, you don't know me. You don't know my family, my situation. Like, forget that. But if my mom were to come around the corner and say the same thing in the same exact way, I'm, I'm, my attitude is going to be like, oh, yes, ma'am, absolutely. You should have been doing that in the first place, right? Right. So they said the same thing in the exact same way, but the difference is the relational capacity I have, which means that now intrinsically, I'm going to do something about it instead of someone else telling me, right? So how this refer or relates to teachers is how is your relational capacity with your students, right? Are they intrinsically wanting to do things because you're asking them and because they have that relationship and respect? Uh, administrators, same thing with their staff, right? When it's time to have those critical and crucial conversations, um, are, are they going to say, mm, I'm going to wait you out. Like I've been here for a long time and you know what, thanks for that feedback, but eh. or are they going to say, Hey, look, I appreciate the feedback. I know you're, you, you know, you like me, you love me and you want me to become, become my best for the team. So I'm actually going to do something about it. So it's really being intentional about, you know, having that relational capacity and intentionality means coming up with a process for how you're going to do that every day to be consistent so that people just know that you're real and that you actually want to build that. So I appreciate that clarification because it does matter whether or not they know you. Yeah. And, and just on that, you know, Bill Daggett always talks about rigor relevance relationships, right? So we know that it's backwards and you have a relationship, you know, it's relevant and then you can have that higher level of rigor. So just like ARSA, you know, Arizona Rural Schools Association, you know, one of their ours is relationships. 
Um, I mean, everyone knows that when you build an, an intentional relationship and purposeful one, that's when the chains really move, right? That's when transformation can really happen. But you have to be genuine and sincere about that and actually do it. What are things that have been successful where you're at, Danny, and, and things that you've worked with other districts potentially on, Chris, that you've seen have been effective? Three things that I, that I want to point out, you know, as leaders, we have to model. If, if we're not good role models, it, it's about that whole thing. If, if you get along, they'll go along. If you don't get people to go along with you, 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 you turn, turn around and look, there's nobody behind you. Anyway, but the three things that uh, cultivate good relationships as a leader, one is have a leader's head, which means understand people. Two, have a leader's heart. You got to love people. And like Chris just mentioned a little bit ago, you got to be genuine about it. You'll never fool a kid. Uh, they pick up on that. They know, they know the fakes and they know the real ones. You have to extend a leader's hand. You have to help, be willing to help people. You know, I'm not going to ask my team or my teachers or my students to do something that I'm not willing to do as well. Chris, do you have anything to add to that? One of the things that I love about what Danny's done is, first of all, he's just so sincere and he really just loves his team and how much that really makes a difference. And part of what I do is uh, we train on a process called capturing kids' hearts. The big part of that model or process, a model that we call Excel. And so it's an acronym, right? We're in education. We love acronyms. And uh, so ours is it's E for engage, X for explore. C for communicate, E for empower, and lastly, L for launch. And so what that means is you're basically building an intentional and purposeful relationship throughout the day, throughout your team, with your kids every day, by engaging with them and shaking their hands, by exploring their needs, by talking about good things and good news. And if you're interested in brain research, I could share that too. Uh, but by then communicating their lessons, by empowering them, which is what Danny talked about, which is my teaching becomes their doing. And then the lastly, we always say, don't let the bell be your launch, right? Let's take a minute and just reflect on the day or let's leave everyone with the motivational quote. But it's through this process that I've seen and what Danny's done has just been absolutely amazing. And through all of his team and his hard work and guidance, um, they've actually become one of our national showcase schools uh, that, you know, the Flipping Group is one of the largest teacher educators in the nation. And so we have showcase schools and Danny has been awarded at the middle school for all their great efforts and work. And so it's all about relationships. And once you have that, then you can start to get their head and then we can start moving things from there. Absolutely. When you make that shift to focus on relationships and empowering others, what challenges, Danny, did you face and how did you overcome those challenges? Great question, Melissa. And the one thing that you learn when you go through the, the capturing kids' hearts process, you know, there are people, you know, you've been around them. There's veteran teachers that have been in the business for 28, 29 years like me. And they're like, there's nothing you can tell me that's going to help me. This is just another thing that's going to, the principal says, oh, we're going to do this. And in two years, it's going to be gone. Uh, there's a, another acronym called DUCKS. These are the challenges. And DUCKS are the people that are dependent upon criticism and killing success. And there's, you know, those are the challenges. When I started the process with my staff, I said, 
here's what we've decided. This is the direction we're going to go. You know, some of you are ducks. You know, it was duck season at the middle school. I, I said, if you don't want to go this direction, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be miserable because everybody else is. And what we found, Melissa, when you get everybody going the same direction, using the same lingo, treating the kids the same way. If there's 10 teachers on my campus and everybody, all nine teachers are shaking hands at the door and one of them's not, pretty soon that person gets that the kids say, you know, Mr. Smith, how come you don't shake our hand? And then they, so they weed themselves out, but those were the challenges that we first uh, noticed um, and that we had to deal with. We, you know, we trusted the process and we stuck to it. And those, you know, I only had a couple of them and they weeded themselves out. And um, for my middle school campus, we've, we've just got uh, one big family that, that just cares about the kids at the middle school. But that's kind of what led me to want to step into this role as the superintendent. I I saw a transformation at the middle school, and I thought to myself, how wonderful it would be if we could transform a whole district. That's been my passion. Um, Once again, the ducks, uh, you know, ducks are the people that are dependent upon criticism and killing success. And you see that in anything, any organization. That's true. What about challenges with your students or with your parents? Did you face any there? Um, you know, a little bit, but the, the parents felt so good about the way they were treated and the, and the way things were going. We had students that were coming to school and their parents would be bringing them and say, you know what, we've got a contract at our house now. This, these are the things that we have agreed upon that we're going to do at our house. This is how we're going to treat people. We just had people buy in. Chris, do you have anything that you want to add to that? Danny just mentioned a contract, and part of the Capturing Kids Hearts process is something that we call a social contract. Mm-hmm. And so that's when the, instead of teachers having, hey, here are our classroom rules, it's, hey, how do you, student, want to be treated by me, the teacher? Teacher, how do I want to be treated by you, the student? Student to student, how are we going to treat each other? And then lastly, answering this question, when there's conflict, because, Melissa, any high-performing team is going to have conflict. Right. So what's that going to look like? Like, how are we going to treat each other when that happens? And so what a social contract is is a list of about 10 to 15 words, like we're going to listen to each other. We're going to give 100% effort when we can, right? We're going to be respectful. It's those different types of things. And then that becomes your social contract that everyone's held accountable for. Mm-hmm. And the kids start holding each other accountable for that social contract. And so... What Danny was talking about is kids love that so much that they actually take it home with them and, and build a social contract with their families because it's so important that they're, you know, living in a positive atmosphere and environment. Um, and that's what Danny and his team has created is that when they come to school, kids actually want to come to school because they love where they're at. They love their teacher and they feel safe in their classrooms. And that's transformational. Every morning when I come to school, I park in the parking lot. I have kids, different kids every day that are standing at the gates that are greeting the kids and the parents that are coming in, shaking mm. hands, telling them good morning. I, I, I don't even have to ask them to do that. They, they do that on their own. Um, when we started the process five years ago, had a young lady that had been bullied all throughout school. And part of this process, this Capturing Kids Hearts process, there's a thing that we um, called affirmations. It's 
you know, writing a note to someone telling them, you know, you like the way they did something. They like the way they treated another classmate. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're called affirmations. And this young lady, she started a group that was a student-led group, student-oriented, student-organized group called the A-Squad. She went to the teachers and she asked the teachers, hey, what students of yours were having a bad day today? What, what kinds of things are they dealing with? Her group would sit down at the end of the day and they would write affirmations to other students on the campus that were having difficulties. The transformation was just uh, amazing. So if there are other districts or are there other administrators that are interested in, in finding out more about this or are interested in pursuing these kinds of relationship building practices, what support or resources are available for them to tap into if they want to start being intentional with their own leadership? Well, one thing that I want to throw out there right now, Melissa, is our gates are always open. You know, if they want to come and observe and to see, um, I've had many, many, many schools from all over the state, from down in Phoenix, from over off of the reservation or Prescott Way. Uh, that have come and visited to see what is taking place and to see. And when they come onto campus, I just give them a map. I don't give them any instructions. I say, feel free to wander about. You're not going to see anything that's staged. Then we debrief after they've been here a couple hours. The reality is, is that kids want to be connected to an appropriate adult. There's been lots of research done uh, about that, and that's what they actually crave and want. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danny has done a phenomenal job, him and his teachers and his team, of just connecting with kids. And it's hard to build a culture. Uh, so if we, as we talk about challenges, one of the biggest challenges I, I see is that when we talk about culture in schools and in districts, it's like the number one thing that people want to, to focus on. But it actually ends up being the number five or number six thing that actually gets focused on. Hmm. So it's really, really difficult and tough because we know that no organization can rise above the constraints of its leadership. And so if you don't have a strong principal or a strong um, you know, superintendent or administrators at the central office, it's going to be unbelievably hard to try and transform and move uh, towards a culture of connection. And uh, so many teachers ask, you know, what motivates my kids today? Like, what, you know, what is it? There's got to be something. And the research shows that it's actually them. And I just wish that every teacher knew that they are the ones that can motivate their kids to become their very best. And um, so capturing kids' hearts is a process. It's not a program. It's a tier one process that teachers and administrators can go through to become more intentional and purposeful about building relationships with their staff and with their students. And there's lots of different resources online. If they go to flippinggroup.com, they can check that out. You can Google capturing kids hearts and watch the many YouTube videos of different Mm -hmm. schools that have put videos together of how it's transformed their school. But the thing about this is, and just with culture in general, that it has the ability to transform not only classrooms and schools, but communities. And I think especially in rural areas where community is so important and so ingrained, um, that is an opportunity to change really just people's lives in the community. And so that's what we're talking about. That's why it's so fun. And that's why for Danny and I, 
this is an absolute get to instead of a have to. Danny, how can they get in touch with you? They can contact my office at 928-567-8005. Awesome. And Chris, how can they get in touch with you if they wanted more information about the Flippin Group? Yeah, thanks. I would say the easiest way is to text me. So my phone number is 602-524-3384. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm absolutely there, as well as on LinkedIn. I've got some videos about brain research and just some other tips and tricks that administrators and teachers can use if you look me up on LinkedIn. So, What else haven't we covered that you want to make sure our listeners know about? Relationships are so important, and we're finding that more and more students that we that come into our schools not to their fault but they're coming with so much more trauma than even 10 years ago if a student knows for eight hours out of the day this is going to be a good time and a safe place and where i'm going to get treated with respect um it's just truly amazing and i really want to thank you melissa for giving me this opportunity to be on here an awesome get to not a have to, as Chris said. And hey, Melissa, just one last thing. And in true Capturing Kids Hearts and Excel model fashion, I want to leave you with a launch. Um, and this is, I'm reading it off of an index card from a student. And the teacher has been through our Capturing Kids Hearts process. And I think that this is just a really great realization for what we really do every single day. And so this is coming from one of the students. And so she writes, thank you for being a friend before a teacher keep doing it. You made me trust you without even trying and no one else can do that. I feel like I can come to you for anything. It's hard being strong with all this going on around me. I just remember you though and I keep going. I feel alone sometimes. It's really difficult. Thanks for actually pulling me aside that day and listening to me. I needed it because after school that day I was going to end it all. You stopped me by just asking how I was. Thank you for saving me from myself. And so, Melissa, my, my launch for everyone today is let's see our kids not for who they are today, but for who they can become. And, why, and that's so, so important that we connect with them every day because we have the opportunity to help change their lives every single day. Thanks again, guys, for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Melissa. You're awesome. <laughs> Proud member of the Podnuga Network.